Admitting when you're wrong has got to be the first step of understanding when you're free to change. Now, this is a lot easier said than done when coming to terms with your past and mistakes and decisions, but I love admitting when I'm wrong because the more understanding I have about myself, the more able I'm willing to adapt and adjust. And adapting is a very important adulting skill that we need to grow and to continue our autonomy throughout life. So this is actually pretty, uh, it's going to be a fun episode because I like to admit when I'm wrong because then I'm opening up insights. I'm opening up a lot of different aspects. And this has a lot to do with, it does have to do with relationships. It does have to do with creating content. It does have to do with business. It does have to do with time tech, all kinds of things. It's going to be very random, but it's going to get extremely deep. And the reason why, my favorite reason, probably the easiest reasons why I love admitting that I'm wrong is number one, it makes for some really great introspection. And number two, it makes for some deep content. So any of these you relate to, go as deep as you need to with those for yourself in the coming days, weeks, months, years, however long it takes you, and let this be your sort of a guide through understanding yourself as well, and even understanding who you're listening to more too, because I tend to recognize when I watch creators over the years they try a method, right, that they are really advocating for and how much this can help somebody in their life, like uh, self-help creators and things like that. And then years later, they find that it no longer works in that phase of life, but they had maybe overstated it or overemphasized the importance of this is the only way, that kind of thing. And then they realize, well, I'm in a different phase of my life and there's no way that would fit my life anymore, but this other method will. And then you start to see the understanding unfold that everybody has phases in life and that there is no one permanent solution for everything. And for even in when it comes to relationships, there's no one way or one sort of solution to interacting with people. And there's not really a set in stone thing. And as many times and as much as I've watched content creators, um, even the most authentic content creators have to have two different sides of a story. Um, an example I might give is somebody might say, you cut somebody off if they don't make you feel good or you, you get, you stay away from somebody. You're not cutting them off. You stay away from somebody if they don't make you feel good. They're not your friend, right? But then on the other hand, they're saying you don't have to cut them off completely. You spend less time with them. And so, you know, but there's, it's not like anybody is doing it, and I'm not saying this out of hate, but it is a very important example here that I've actually learned by watching because what I've real, realized is that they see both sides to be true. That sometimes if somebody is not making you feel very good, you need to get away from them. But also that if you're finding that there are people that are doing things you don't agree with, you just spend less time with them. I mean, both 
examples of this, of somebody who is making you feel like shit, somebody who is doing things you don't agree with, they're both different types of people. And so you're treating both accordingly in a more case-by-case basis rather than making this general blanket statement that you never cut people off or you always cut people off and that kind of thing. So that's just one example. It's a pretty deep one. But we're going to get into some content creating and tech first because that's been a little bit of what inspired and prompted this whole episode to begin with. And then there's some relationship stuff that I went in deep on in my mind um, that has also prompted it. And it kind of just happened um, in this way. So kind of came through me. So let's get into this. Okay, so we're going to get into this here. And the first one, I'm not going to go first, second, third too much. I'm just kind of getting started here because then that gets like, you got to keep track of numbers and chronologics. And I don't do chronological all the time for everything. I really don't do chronological as much as I would have when I was younger or kind of trying that. That could be something that is uh, I was wrong about, that I'm not chronological. Anyway, I've got to love ADHD because that actually gives you even more content. Um, so starting out really with recording on the podcast, podcast recording. The first thing I was wrong about is that I tried to change what has always worked for me in the first couple of years of podcasting, what has always felt more sociable and social in the podcast And that is to record in Spotify's native app, formerly known, formerly Anchor's recording app for podcasting. Anchor used to be a radio station that you would talk to each other on. It used to be kind of like a create your own radio station, two-way radio experience with others. And you would kind of like merge each other's shows. And it was awesome. And then it turned into a podcast with voice messaging and now Q&A and It can still be social if you at least have a couple of podcast friends. You're pretty lucky if you have that as far as like voice messaging and socializing because most podcasts are not social in that way, like most of your huge podcasts. Um, But that's what I love about smaller podcasting is you really get to know your community really, really well. But the recording aspect of the podcast, um, I do better episodes when I'm recording in Spotify's native app in anchors native app to be original because you might get a little better stereo sound and all that kind of stuff and maybe there are times where some of the deeper episodes that are longer form um can be easier or maybe certain episodes where you're capturing a lot around you um at least for me could be easier recorded in stereo in ferrite but honestly i feel like the sound works better Um, without worrying about stereo and it is more um, based on your voice doing it this way you're holding the phone as if you're talking to a person so I know I'm talking to a person but I am feeling your presence even more when I'm holding the phone up as I'm talking on the phone to you other people see I feel like I can record in more places on the podcast because people see that I'm on the phone And it's not just like I'm talking into a microphone real quick or on headphones real quick or whatever. 
So that's definitely one. Varied is definitely also really awesome when it comes to, to uh, importing videos into the podcast um, for content and demonstrating. And that leads me to my next one, which is repurposing content. Definitely have been hypocritical and wrong about repurposing content. I always kind of thought that it might be, it might come off repetitive, perfectionistic. I thought that people paid so much more attention than they actually do. And I thought that it mattered even if they did. And I thought that it maybe mattered to me. But as somebody who watches content, obviously, I actually don't get bothered by other people repurposing content. And I understand them being busy, but I've not taken the time to understand myself being busy in this aspect where repurposing content gets it out to more places while balancing the busyness of real life and integrating the content creating as if it is actually part of your real life instead of trying to separate it out and do everything um, over and over and over to where too much time is being spent on tools and not enough on distribution. So definitely wrong about that. Love when others repurpose and create content in different ways. Love seeing it. Love learning from it, in fact. Another thing that I've been wrong about is that I thought that if you found your favorite content creator or maybe a couple of your top three content creators, that it's because... You relate to them more than anybody else. They relate to you more than anybody else in this way. Um, and you have the same beliefs no matter what. And all this kind of stuff. And what I found that actually there's a lot of other people and new creators that I'm finding that I relate to a lot more. That even might have different stances than my favorite creators. Because they relate to me in a different way. But it has nothing to do with them being better than the creators I uh, currently watch or that I love or has nothing to do with even being better at all. It's just about everybody relating because there is no you. Um, you are you. There is no replacement. Anybody, Nobody can replace you. And so if somebody might relate on something in life that somebody else doesn't, and this could apply to friends and family as well, but even just in the creator space, if you're learning from creators, Somebody might have gone through a lot of family, personal family things. Another creator might have only gone through personal business things and maybe the family aspect has been um, okay and they don't relate on that level, but they relate on that business has had issues and maybe to you, if you are experienced with business or not experienced with business, you might not have those issues, but you're more experienced in family issues and how to deal with them. So that's kind of a, a, an interesting observation. Another thing that I've been wrong about is community and understanding how actually important community is in all of this and thinking that podcasting was going to give me the most intimate space when I've actually been able to do a lot of intimate deep work in video as well like on my TikTok I've been able to have some really deep um, conversations with you guys and have gotten some good feedback and um, 
have an understanding that a lot of you guys are actually relating to it in other ways, more so than I thought you would, because my whole stance was that podcasting was designed to talk and do intimate deep work, and that video was designed to just be visual, and nobody cared about that. They're not on video to have these things. I think TikTok changed a lot of that mindset for us as a whole in society, but podcasting is certainly not going to be the only way moving forward and um if you find that this is cool because you like to get really deep that's great and i appreciate it but probably more of the often updates are going to happen on tiktok um and you're going to find more of the multifaceted side or the multifaceted nature of me um and that's another thing is video is so multifaceted that we just, I think I've kind of realized that, that you find more about somebody in a video. Podcasting is actually great for very intimate and deep thoughts, but very limiting as far as getting to know others. And I didn't think video had a huge place in my life, but it's starting to have a pretty big place in communicating with you. So another thing, is I didn't think it was worth all the time to figure out Notion when it actually is very much worth it. And I love using columns in Notion and notifications. And so it's nice to see something that I've worked on for years that I'm actually learning and, and that I'm finishing and I'm not, and I'm finishing what I'm starting for a change and not just starting something to put it down and never, never keep going with it because things are ongoing in life. And Keeping going with something strengthens your understanding of it and helps you learn better. Um, so getting deeper into relationships, another aspect of being wrong that I've experienced is I've been wrong about the set in stone nature of reciprocation and relationships. And so the truth of it all with a T is that actually it's not so much about when you do things for other people and they can't meet your expectations or they don't meet your expectations or they don't match you with your actions. It's not so much about match for a match with the actions. A lot of it has to do with energy. It's not that if you buy somebody, like, if I buy somebody dinner or if I decide that I want to show that I appreciate this person, so I'm going to make them a plate of food. They don't have to then go and decide to make me a plate of food because I made them a plate of food. It's not necessarily about matching expectations. And in fact, we don't match actions for actions all the time. What it really is involved with is it comes down to energy. Who do you notice the people around you? Are they there for like, are they, you might see that they are there at the hospital with somebody else, but are they at the hospital with you? You might see that yourself, like if you're assessing your own 
friendships, family, relationship, that you find it more natural to be there for somebody where you you might even understand how much you guys understand each other. And so you're going to be kind of more naturally gravitated to being there for them, but you might not find it as natural to be there for somebody else who you might care about, but you're not going to necessarily find yourself beside them or there for them or that kind of thing because maybe you don't relate in that way. And it's just the truth. Like it's, it's, you care for them and you want to be there for them, but it's not the same kind of relationship. Like we have different relationships with different people. So another thing that this kind of ties into is the reciprocation. And I'll use streaming as an example because I've used it as an example about like don't overgive your resources all the time. And here's kind of the stance on this is it may not even have to do with people pitching in the money like at the same time. And we'll get to that in a minute, but it has a lot to do with not keeping score of every action. Again, somebody doesn't have to bring me a plate because I brought them a plate. Somebody doesn't have to make me a coffee because I made them a coffee. I like, enjoy, and feel like making a coffee for somebody is my joy in life. It's my passion, but their passion might be making me a plate, right? So it's not necessarily about matching action, but, and it's not about scorekeeping in that way. If I buy somebody a gift, they don't then have to go buy me a gift the next day. And, you know, I'm not going to really, you know, if I enjoy giving them that gift and I feel like I want to, then it's not necessarily about that. It's about the track record and it's about the length of time that really matters. Actually, it matters a little more than we think sometimes. Um, when it comes to track record, if you have a track record that you're always there for somebody or you're there for a group of people, and then maybe you find yourself in need and you're like really scared or you're in an emergency situation, and those same people are not there for you, it's not necessarily about matching the same actions like streaming if you've given them access to your streaming and you find yourself in an emergency situation, it may not even be streaming that's going to be like a matched action. It might be the track record that they've never had to ask you to be there for them and you've just chosen to. And, and But with them, it's like for you to have to even make the, that you have to even ask them and hope that, like, they understand, might say something about the track record of the relationship itself. Like, if you're there for your parents, you're an adult, right? And you find yourself taking care of your parents. And over the years, you've been there for them. You've always had money ready to go for them. You've always kind of, like, lived the way that has made life easier for them, right? Maybe you've given them access to your streaming and it doesn't really matter about giving access to streaming, but you find that they have a track record over the years of 
not taking care of you in the same way that maybe you've taken care of them. It's kind of a different relationship in that way. And you've always been expected to take care of them because that's the way you were raised or that's the way that it is. And maybe part of that has to do with you having a disability. And because of this, you're seen as the person, well, I better prove that I'm able and capable because I have a disability, because it's inconvenienced to my family, I now have to take care of them to prove that I won't let anything get in the way of this. And, but if you think about it, there comes a time when this track record shows up in the relationship. This could really even have a lot to do with friends as well. If somebody ha doesn't have a good track record of being there for you, but you have a good track record of knowing that you were there for them and that all the things that you've done for them in this way, then that sort of just says that even if it's a friendship, that maybe it's just always been about that. And it's not... There is no score anymore. The game is like 100 to 0 at this point because you're at 100 and they're at 0. That's no longer a score. That that like game is over at a certain point and you It's not that the nice people are the weak people. The nice people win. But you got to know when the game is over, when the relationship has when the other person has forfeit and they've walked away, maybe their energy has gone down with you, things like that. And so I've been wrong about that actions have to match necessarily. Sometimes if somebody does a little something for you because maybe you have a good track record of being there for them, you might actually enjoy that they're doing a little something for you. Maybe anything more than that would be you wouldn't accept and you wouldn't want because you wouldn't trust where it's coming from necessarily. But if you have, like, you're not necessarily going to fully trust somebody who has a track record of not being there for you. But if they happen to have a little access to something after having, where you've had a track record of giving them something, maybe it's not so unfair to say, that if you're healing in your relationships or you're having, you know, a nice time appreciating each other and maybe you kind of like have learned to move on from the past, that maybe having a little something nice from them, like a movie pass or something, is not always the worst thing if you've had a track record of actually being there for them and you're not just taking it off of somebody for free and you've paid more of your fair, more than your fair share of these kinds of things for them and now they're treating you and it's nice for a change sometimes so that's the other thing um getting into <clears throat> reciprocation and communication sometimes i used to think that i had to respond right away to communication when what I was wrong about is that actually sometimes you're gonna have better responses if you wait and if it's like a creator friend or something and you have a very like you have a lot going on in a week sometimes waiting out that week until 
your uh, things going on kind of like slow down a little bit and you have the chance to breathe and get back to them and have a, a really nice response. Maybe you're well rested after a while. Maybe it's the weekend and so your errands slow down. Or your mind even slows down because you have the thought that, hey, I can't do anything about, you know, a lot of this because it's ongoing and it's it's just a part of life and I'm now in weekend mode and I can focus on this creative thing. And in that sense, you can then form a very nice response and you don't feel like you're giving away all your energy at once to then get disappointed when somebody might wait to respond to you and you're no longer taking it personal when they can't respond right away because they might be processing life themselves and so reciprocation may not always actually have to do with the amount of time it takes to respond or communicate back to somebody it might actually just really have to do with energy and not so much time another thing I was wrong about is that relationships and friendships and things should have no limits. I was definitely wrong about this because and what we've discovered through the work here on this podcast and even discovering on TikTok, um, getting deeper on there, is the aspect of understanding and recognizing when you're not unlimited. Spirit is unlimited. God is unlimited. But you yourself do not have unlimited resources to be giving and shelling out. Which also means, and I think this is where we understand that if you have a passion for something or you have a, you know, something that you love to do. The other thing that I was wrong about is thinking that you're wrong for charging. You're not actually wrong for charging if you're doing it for people that can pay and for people, and I'm learning more about this. It's not like I know everything and it's not like I have much experience in it, but I'm learning that you find the people that can afford it and you find that kind of services that include products that you're buying you know for supply when it comes to like coffee for instance you can't serve somebody an unlimited amount of your coffee for free like they're gonna have to you're gonna think like can't you pitch in for this and that's where you have you know if you love doing but i love doing it so turn it into a business and start a coffee shop and serve the people that can afford to be served in that way and if you have um, people that have, uh, where you do feel good or you do feel, um, like eventually you want to build a relationship with them. There's nothing wrong with doing for free, but like your time is not limited. And so like this mindset of like, it's wrong to charge, it's wrong to have a Patreon, it's wrong to, um, I, you know, not serve the coffee, but it's also wrong to go without. It's wrong to take from your household. It's wrong to have all this time, not in a moral sense, but like it's it's for yourself, you're hurting yourself by not recognizing when 
You can't go and bring somebody brownies that you baked every month without realizing that that is taking away money out of your pocket. The gas, the transportation, the ingredients, the trip to the store or the delivery from the store. All this costs money. Living itself costs money. So the thing that I was wrong about is the fact that relationships, I used to think relationships and love is all free and it's just not true. Um, When my husband and I got together, we had expectations and, you know, I know that's a whole different type of relationship, but we did have, you know, things that we expected that we discussed that were important in getting together. Like, obviously, we had to live in the same town and in the same vicinity in order to even really have a real relationship. And that was an expectation. Not everybody has that expectation, but we didn't want to waste each other's time knowing how much we really enjoyed each other and that it really was love. And so, but that's, I know that a different type of relationship, but it can even be as far as like, I might really like hanging out with somebody, but it costs actual money to sit at the house and feed them. It costs actual money to go to their house with transportation and all of that. And sometimes it even comes down to like the time is not limited either. What are we sitting at the house for? Like what is it we're actually accomplishing? And again, it goes back to track record and how many, how long have you been for, there for that person versus, you know, have they been there? Has it been about you versus has it been more about them? And that kind of thing. And so if you find that you love to serve and you love to make it about somebody else, turn it into a business. Don't expect that you're going to do it for free and not resent somebody because you will turn resentful if you're a grown adult having to pay bills and there's inflation. And, you know, start like if you are passionate about cooking for somebody, figure out what it would take to start something where you have a business it's being funded maybe it's more of a donations thing and not so much a forced payment to start with even and you're not necessarily shelling out all your resources for free and you know then it becomes an adult relationship where everybody is reciprocating they're getting the food that they want and the time with you and the company and you are able to serve them and you're not taking away from yourself and your life and all that kind of stuff. So I might do one or two more here because this is really, like I said, I love doing episodes like this where we explore what we may have been wrong about in life. And so another thing, I guess, that I've been wrong about is that you're not allowed to enjoy your friends and family for who they are when you change, right? And so the biggest thing is that if you're finding that they themselves are not enjoying your changes, that's when you know you get away from them. If it's you're not feeling good around them when you change. Like when you're changing and it's not, they're kind of hating on you, then you get away from them. But 
sometimes if you change or you do things a little differently or you take a little time to figure things out, people you'll find will actually, you're allowed to do this and people will accept you. And that's one thing I've learned, like the right people will accept you. Like our church accepts that we've been doing things a little bit differently. They also accept about us getting involved and things like that, but, and our openness and the disagreements we might have on certain views and everything else, they actually do accept um, because they themselves have different views that others disagree with them on. And like all of us have different political stances and whatnot. And so I guess the other thing is that spirituality and religion should be like, you shouldn't share it with anybody because you're not going to be accepted or there's not going to be some sort of uh, segment of life or segment in society that is uh, going to hate on you for your politics or hate on you for your open views or even your closed-mindedness if you have closed-mindedness around something. I'm ten- I tend to be more of a kind of progressive person and I found that actually the right kind of people, the right kind of um, fellowship is going to really go on the stance that we are not going to agree on everything, but that we are spiritual and we are in this together and that's all that matters. It doesn't matter that we don't agree on everything. As long as we know we're in it for the good of each other and uh, together for the good of spirit, for the good of God, that's all that matters. So that's really it for this episode. I didn't think that I would go this deep or this long, but there it is. And um, I love that I'm changing on here and then it's showing on here. And I'll give you one more because I was thinking about this a lot. I talked about community actually mattering when it comes to creating content and that some free time is okay on creating and helping as long as it's not all of your time and that you're spending your time on yourself and your life and your family that you need to and there's a balance to this um so that's kind of like adjusting that the other thing to add to this to wrap this up with is that the charts the numbers it's not so much that they matter that you shouldn't post if the numbers are low, but they reflect who is listening and what made them kind of stop or what made them go. And actually, I got a lot more viewers, strangely enough, than I do listeners. And I think that's for a lot of people because one thing I've been wrong about is that, again, video can get pretty deep and people appreciate it and they're out there on video more than they are um, listening on Spotify. And Spotify has video as well and video is known to get more even on Spotify, but Everybody is out on video more, and so you can kind of, like, integrate a little bit more. I've been able to integrate this podcast into video. I don't necessarily say, like, this is life is a reality. This is my podcast. And I don't even take yet episodes from this podcast and put them into video necessarily. I'm taking and creating videos, and then I'm taking elements from the podcast and putting them on those videos and being accepted and understood and uh people get it and people you know the reach is pretty big 
in doing that. And it's not necessarily that I had to repurpose as much as I thought I would. And it's not even that repurposing somewhat is bad. It's actually pretty cool in reach. So anyway, thank you so much for listening. I hope that some of this has gotten you to think. Really excited about what's happening. I am going to repurpose a little bit and put up here what I've been up to a little bit. Um, and um, really excited about all of this and grateful that you're here listening with me. And um, I don't know where things are going to go. I can't say for sure if things are going to integrate more into the podcast or TikTok. So stay tuned. These are the main channels I'm on, our podcast and TikTok. TikTok at Life is Art Reality. Podcast. Anywhere you get your podcast, Life is Art Reality. All your main kind of podcast players like Spotify and iTunes and uh, or Spotify and Apple um, and Overcast. And so learning kind of what's going to work in all of this. And this is really just a huge self space for me to share here. And sometimes people are there for you in different ways than you thought they could be or should be, but they're there for you in some of those moments. They might be there for you more than you thought they would in the holidays. You know, and then you live your life and they live their life and they're still happy that you're moving on. You're still happy they're moving on. Maybe sometimes people at school are there for you with your schoolwork. But outside of that, that's kind of it. Like our lives are so multifaceted. Same with work, same with business, same with creating. But our lives are so multifaceted that you have different people in different areas of your life. And this is where it's at. And so admitting that you're wrong does not mean that you're a bad person or that you are a bad friend or family member. It just means that you are learning about yourself and others and that you are understanding Maybe why you thought something in your thinking, why you did something a certain way, why you had a certain expectation. And then it might not even be about that expectation, but it, there's some kind of deep-seated reason or a deeper explanation. So I hope that this helps you in reflecting, and I appreciate you being here. Take care of yourself, take care of your life, take care of each other. And whether it's here on the podcast or TikTok, at Life is Art Reality, let's stay connected.